All right, welcome to episode 74, season four, episode one, because uh, Ebony had to remind me. Uh, thank you, Ebony. Season four, we've made it to four seasons. I believe it. It's 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 crazy. Um, uh, welcome to 6PW. I'm Chuck Givens. And with me today, we have Ebony. Hello. We have Dave. Excuse me, sir. I'm going to need to see a license for that seat. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Simon joining us as a special guest. How you doing, Simon? Doing good, bud. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Of course. Thanks for being here. So, um, wow, guys, it has been a while. Um, six months since we last recorded. And in the time of COVID, a lot happens in six months. A lot happens in six days, let alone six hours. I couldn't even tell you what what happened in so so the last time we recorded was september um players on the ncfc were still part of ncfc we were still part of the usl championship uh <laughs> what else uh although we were doing so hot at the time even uh let's see gosh what else i had he, the... he, he put that knife in early okay say what <laughs> <laughs> chuck went early with the knife all right I mean... might as well Let's yeah, talk right. about the joys of self-relegation, shall we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and we'll get to that, actually. Uh, but before we do, uh, Ebony, why don't you tell us who brings us here today? Uh, we're brought to you by Tasty Beverage Company right here in downtown Raleigh. Uh, they have a fantastic site where you can order lots of beer and pick up curbside. Johnny is still the man with the best beer in town. Uh, so tastybeverageco.com. Uh, get yourself right for a nice Easter weekend uh, and London bridge pub uh, who is now open and doing it safely. And they're here for all your soccer needs. So whether you're watching that Europa league game or just need a, a nice evening out on the town, that's where you go. London bridge pub. Excellent. All right. So let's get into some NCFC talk. Cause boy, I think between the two teams, you, you can make the argument that a lot has changed since we last uh, saw each other so <clears throat> yeah we self-relegated yeah uh and a lot of the uh f- friends in charlotte that um that i talk to occasionally say that uh the reason that that was the case is because the independents beat up ncfc so bad that we had to self-relegate in shame so um, are they gonna self-close in two years is uh, that what yeah that is, is. that oh. is bold <laughs> talk from a club that won't exist exist in a couple okay of years. whatever Tur- took the words right out of my head. <laughs> oh, okay. so hold on so w- w- let's let's talk about that real quick i don't want to see any club fold right i don't i don't it's not there's it's, one there's there's a however charlotte will be fine because they have new fancy schmancy mls or if and you don't want that, you got uh, Stumptown. Stumptown AC for another year, maybe. And then you've got the Eagles, <laughs> in case you love a little homophobia with your soccer. Or um, you just drive 20 minutes and go see Greenville. Go watch Exactly. Our yeah. Because let's be there real. Like we've, like we've always said, Charlotte is basically South Carolina North. Um, so sucks to, to see that. I mean, I, you know, OCS has been uh, in support of Jack's militia through all of their bullshit, having to deal with uh, their 
co-owner, majority owner, Dan D'Amico, um, a majority owner who hates minorities. Uh, and we, uh, it, we, it sucks to see that they basically just kind of threw their hands up and be like, cool, well, we're not going to, we're not going to go to games. Thanks. Um, not like they really. And then they was... tried to create their own supporters. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. So cringy, mm. man. And then they got dragged to death online for it and rightfully and so. deservedly so yeah it was i was i was here about to uh, undercut i'm your trying fans, to remember just i'm shitty. trying to remember it was two, 2008 or 2009 when the the weak ass ownership here for the railhawks tried to create the jailhawks as a supporters group and it was excessively lame mm-hmm. and Sorry. i can't imagine you know this is a and that was that was for a team where people actually showed up to watch them. Right. You know, it, it, it's I, I this is not a new thing. And and some people pointed that out, like the idea of a club creating a membership package program or a membership group program. That's nothing new. A lot of clubs do that. It's just the timing, the name, the color scheme uh, down to like. It, it looked like a person being a douchebag on Twitter. Right. It looked like uh, it looked like the it looked like a first revision or first draft of Jack's Militia's like logo. It looked that similar. Like if you put the two up to next to each other, you wouldn't be able to tell which is which. One is one is frosted flakes. <laughs> one is sugar frosted flakes. <laughs> sugar frosted flakes. Yeah. Like one is store brand enough that you can't get sued. Bottom shelf with that janky with that janky looking lion in front of the bowl <laughs> because they can't draw a real tiger. Lion yeah, tiger. I mean, that, like that whole situation. Like I like I've never like I, I'm pretty sure I've not just said this behind my like, internet muscles says the guy on an internet uh, <laughs> forum. But like you know I I very very regularly come out and just like you know said you know the Jackson Melissa people are kind of. You know, soccer hipster D bags, but whatever. But this whole situation kind of sucks. Um, so, I mean, good for them, I guess, that they're not folding and that they could crack out all their merchandise from storage, which was a real yeah. thing on Twitter. Um, but whatever. I mean, whatever. <laughs> like to like to to bring this to the to the shade of blue in the state that matters. Like, I'm glad that our team exists because there was a a 15 minute period where. Um, like with no context, it looked like our team wasn't going to exist. So um, we'll do what the kids call the Richmond and just take the L and go down a league. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, I'd rather have a, a league one team than no team. But you can, and, and very well said, Simon, like uh, that's why you can't exactly, in, especially in U.S. soccer, you can't dance on any team's grave because your team could be next. Yes. Um, and it's happened so many times i mean obviously like even with our club it's happened now twice where we're not sure if we're gonna have a club next week um although one was definitely more problematic than the other uh it still was scary um so never dance on on the grave of any any club but yeah uh they'll they'll be fine they got mls there (laughs) they can pay their extremely ridiculous fees and we don't need to go into all that needless to say when you look at the pie chart of like average support average ticket for a game you know you got like all of mls and it kind of like grows slightly 
usually by uh, how many cups that team has won. And then Charlotte is just like, bam, way. It looks like it's like breaking through the graph on the other side. I remember reading somewhere that uh, Charlotte FC season tickets cost more than season tickets for Barcelona and Real Madrid combined. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And they win stuff. <laughs> Good luck with that, Charlotte. Whoa. Uh, they, Relative. They collectively win stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, let's get on to our team. As, as Simon rightfully said, we, we were close to not having a team. Then we did. And then we dropped down to League One. And it was kind of met with a, huh, okay. Sure. Makes sense. Sucks. Makes sense. Like we went through the five, what you know, the seven stages of grief or whatever, like in a day, um, or at least I a day, I gave it a solid four hours on <laughs> Slack. <laughs> it's like, it's like that meme. It's the meme of the, the girl that kind of like has the stank face and then has the, well, <laughs> like it's it's no, it's the it's the Alonzo morning gif of him just yeah, yeah. I was about to say Alonzo morning yeah. just shaking his head and just going well mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, like I think the news that caught me the hardest was like you know very obviously going down a level here's like okay cool so I guess nobody's coming back uh right. like we're gonna we're gonna roll out a JV team basically like we're gonna roll out NC State's freshman team. Um, and then you're like, okay, cool. Well, I mean, at least Dave has like some history working with kids and, you know, and he's, he's gone. And he's gone. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of sucked for another 15 minutes, but I mean, John Bradford's been, I don't, I guess, technically promoted to, yeah. um, first team coach. I mean, his Twitter bio mm-hmm. says head coach, uh, at North Carolina FC Academy director, yeah. Um, director of NCFC U23s. So, I mean, he's been in the system. So he knows uh, who the good kids are. Exactly. Yeah. It's like if you and want someone to uh, come in in this situation and hit the ground running, I mean, there was really no other option for that. I mean, yeah, sure. We could have tried to find somebody, but it would have been a long process. Probably would have overspent to, to get the, the coach. And then they would have had to learn everybody from scratch. Whereas John Bradford has worked with the pros and worked with the kids. You know, he's, yeah. he was the great bridge between the two. Um, super nice. And if guy. our whole point, and if our whole point is to become, you know, the, the Southampton of North Carolina and just, you know, develop players that we can, that we can sell to, huh. you know, other clubs, then, you might as well have someone who knows a little something about our player development I mean, system. But we've we've proven that we can because mm-hmm. DJ doesn't end up at Minnesota if he doesn't get that development under Dave here in North mm-hmm. at NCFC. Absolutely. You know, that's you know, and Dre wouldn't be getting those looks at TNT and from NYCFC and wherever else he's playing training at if he didn't have that system here for NCFC. Nas is like the classic example of went from academy to college to pro and then got shot his shot and with uh, FC Cincinnati and it just didn't quite work out. He kind of, he realized that home was here and that you can't really just move house. And we're well, it was the glad. same with Austin to lose. Right. Yeah. Because he shot his shot with Orlando as well. So mm-hmm. that was the definition of starter from the bottom. Yeah. And now we hit film. Um, also a little bit of rumor that maybe Austin might be coaching a, a, some sort of level, uh, within the NCFC system. Not sure. Uh, we'll see. He said, first I'm hearing of it. So 
I was like, I a, that like was a, a, that was from Zach. Like, uh, he took like we were talking about that a couple while ago. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, we'll see. I mean, honestly, I think he's he would be great for that. Obviously, he'd be great in any sort of soccer capacity. But I really like him behind the mic because uh, if anybody knows the players, he does. Um, so yeah, let's let's uh, let's talk let's, schedule. Let's, let's talk about this schedule. Uh, All right, let's so talk about these. Gonna... Let's let's we have to look at these teams that we're actually playing uh, here okay, because so I'm not. Wonder... We're only familiar. I, if we're going to be honest here, we're only really familiar with you know forward Madison because you know Connor Tobin ended up there. Hold on, and... Dave. Before you before you go, so I'm going to be completely honest. I only care about two teams <laughs> that we play all year. I'm going to add a third with Greenville because they're close, but the rest of these teams, I don't care about. Continue. They are close. They are quotes close. It's like a four-hour drive. So <laughs> essentially, I'm, drive. I'm I'm going to guess, Ebony, that these two teams are Forward Madison and Richmond Kickers. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Richmond is a very good road trip. That's yeah. fun. Assu- assuming we can all get our jabs, get over COVID, and actually make a road trip, then Richmond would be a good one. Can we be Greenville would be a good one. Like I know, hey, white guy in the corner. Like this is the <laughs> today. Can we be in the Henny Derby? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's I'm a Henny Derby. Ta- I, oh, you don't know about the Henny Derby? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Hold on. It's a, it's so first thing. of all, first I have talked to Kyle and Yogi about us having a rivalry that's outside of their Henny Derby because the Henny Derby is strictly Ford and Richmond. Yeah. Um, Bummer. But okay. But there's there's reason for that. Uh, yeah. That yeah. We don't have to get into. But. So, but uh, I have talked to them about hopefully getting something going between us. I, I think yeah, it makes sense because the connection between Richmond having the history with us in every league that we've apparently played in uh forward having the great connection between ncfc um when they first kind of started and actually we have our own supporters group with forward madison that's kind of awkward now it's literally just (laughs) me and jeff yeah i I mean that that's 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 probably the case with all of their like ancillary supporters groups of just like it's really just like one or two people but whatever um there's no minimum um yeah I, i i'd agree with that uh, I really just want to see Ford Madison purely for uh, for Connor coming back and Neil coming back uh, here. That, that that would just be fun. Um, Green, uh, see, this is why I I don't want Charlotte to to be sold and moved elsewhere because if they just drop down the league, then we could have Charlotte, Richmond, Greenville, NCFC. Uh, fuck it, Battery, come on down. Like y'all are <laughs> y'all are. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, right, right. But the battery have always been swinging way above the normal batting average. And we'll see. Uh, They're playing in a, hmm, you could, it's been, it's been upgraded to a stadium, but it's a, it's a league one stadium. I'd say it's championship level barely, but um, we'll, we'll see about that. That would just be so great for the league. So great for us. So great for travel. Um, but yeah, uh, that being said, hey, can we just make this a Southeastern league? I mean, do we, do we need oh. Toronto too? Do we need new England too? I feel bad. Do we need FC, FC Tucson. FC Tucson. 
Yeah. That's a, we didn't have to travel that far in the championship. Now we got to go all the way to Arizona. I feel bad for FC Tucson because they're just like, we're like the only club this far out here. Yeah. <laughs> like we have to come see all of y'all, but like at the same time, so do we, we have to go see them. And um, Omaha. We have to go out there too. And Omaha. That's, that's not, not that's a quick not a trip. Trap. Yeah. No. That's not a quick trip. No. And uh, that's Guys, probably one it of It could most- be worse. We could be going to Ohio. That is true. That's fair. Yep, I mean, I mean, fair. looking at the looking at the schedule, I mean, like I know so much about this league. I have to pull up who makes the playoffs. <laughs> still at four teams. It is it is league semifinal, league final. So it's just like the NASL days, where if you want a home playoff game, you better be good. Um, but I mean, if you like, like I said, knowing nothing about any of these teams, if we just finish above teams in states we touch, that is. <laughs> Richmond, that is Chattanooga, that is Greenville, that is South Georgia Tormenta, which is the dumbest name. Yeah, just call yourself Tormenta FC. Yeah. Um, so, and then I'm pretty sure Toronto FC is playing. Are they playing in New York or are they, where, where are they? Yeah, yeah they're, I think they're playing because of COVID um, and not having to worry about the whole crossing Wait, aren't borders. Aren't they playing thing. in Arizona? I thought they were playing in the Red Bulls. Uh, arena or not the not the arena that's, but the red bull 2 yeah space the last time i oh. saw but maybe that's different i don't know yeah um, and then you've got um new england revs 2 who um i just checked the schedule we play them twice we play probably the worst team in the league twice um there are four new england revolution 2 toronto fc 2 matches why do you hate us schedule makers? <laughs> um, then we got uh, Fort Lauderdale CF. Uh, at least they're is, not inter Miami too. Uh, the baby that. Beckhams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I like of course they are inter Miami too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know, but they're at least not called that, which I right. appreciate. Although they do both play in the same stadium. Um, hmm. Like we're, we're to the same number yeah. of empty seats. <laughs> Oh, okay. At least they don't have grass growing through them. But, um, like, Damn. Sure okay. Like, I have no, like, I had to look up how, like, it's the same stuff as, like, USL Championship. Uh, the first tiebreakers, league wins, then goal difference, then goal scored. And then it gets like, I'm pretty sure the, like, you play three games of rock, paper, scissors, and then you manage PSG on football manager. And then. <laughs> Swear to God, not making this one up. Number six, lottery conducted by USL. Wow. That All is the right. six deep. I did yeah, not know that. Six, Thank you. So you heard it here first because I bet no one else has really drilled down that deep of, of tiebreakers. But uh, I, uh, so I'm not a big fan of the tiebreaker of uh, league wins being the first. But in this case, I will make an exception because at least we are playing the entire league. At some point, whereas but it's still unbalanced as fuck, though it is. Yeah, but, but I can like, understand. Like, like, I can understand that. Like we play, we play Greenville a lot, and we begin and end the season with them. Uh, we play Richmond a lot. For some reason, they like putting Richmond on a Wednesday. Yeah, so, <laughs> much for, so much for traveling. <laughs> um, yeah, four times each for both of those. Yeah, and same thing with Ford Madison. No, Madison's twice. Um, literally. Chattanooga, we played them what three, four times, four times. You'd think four that times. that would be close, but that is just a little too far. From That's like a little a far. Yeah. I'm I'm not happy about. It. And then it's like on a Tuesday. Yeah. 
like I I have beef with the schedule overall schedule oh, yeah, that we can yeah. talk about later. Like my only two teams that I care about are Richmond and Ford Madison. Um, I will if if I'm going to go to Richmond, I'm not going to remember the game. So <laughs> <laughs> well, to be to be fair, like the schedule makers did do us like kind of a favor because the first three home games are Greenville. Who is the defending league champion? So thank you. Put quotations that. around yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. They they put this down on their shirts. But <laughs> like, if you want to count Louisville, this is like the third out of the four years that we're playing the defending league champions. So thanks. But then the second home second home game is Madison, and then the third home game is Richmond. No, so, like, no, we're, we're way to we're way to forward, and then a way to Richmond. But I'm just saying, that, like, these are the home games, right? Or no, no, no I'm. Home is Greenville, and then we're way to Fort. Greenville, then Tucson, then Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Never mind. Never well, mind. What, what, never mind. Getting, oh, getting back to what I was saying is like, of like, at least we are playing the whole league, whereas in the USL Championship, you were only playing a conference. Uh, and I'm not, you know, it's it's hard to call yourself league champion when you've only played half the league up until the final, right? Um, I, I, I'm, I understand it for travel and you know just to kind of cut down on on the unnecessary expenses of having to charter a flight or ugh, go on public uh flights with with the peons but uh you know at least in this case i, I would still prefer it to be goal differential first because i don't know if you score more than anyone else i think you deserve to be a higher seed call me crazy i don't know um, it's almost like there's this built-in tiebreaker where the team that wins gets three points. <laughs> yeah. You never know. You but, never know. So, Life's mysteries. I have cautious. I, this is like the, the worst thing an NCFC fan can say, and I'm going to throw it out. Don't do it. I know what you're going to say. Cautiously optimistic. Oh, no. <laughs> well, cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I mean, but like I said, like I know nothing about any of these teams. I think Omaha was good, but they play on a baseball field in Nebraska, so I know nothing about them. Is the this not time, their first year? This is second their second. Year. Second year. The last time we played Jesus. Toronto FC two, you could hear the janitors sweeping the concourse. <laughs> wow. Um, Tremendous supposed to be good. Richmond's Richmond. I almost fought a dad there. Um, North, like the the North Texas squad, like they're like. Red Bull, like they actually take yeah. their team seriously. Yeah. Um, Re- uh, Revolution Two, less than. Uh, then you got Greenville, who are defending league champions forward, which I'm pretty sure have made the playoffs the first two years. Yeah. They were fourth, third, and fourth. Uh, Baby Beckham's uh, Tucson. I don't think Arizona's a real state. <laughs> you got uh, USA Millwall in Chattanooga. So like, I don't know anything <laughs> about them either. <laughs> That's a good one. I haven't heard that one. Um, USA Millwall. I, I I could see there could be a. So when we when we drop down, my initial worry was, you know, is it just going to be kids, or you know, like I imagined, okay, we'd probably get a couple of decent pros or like you know some some journeymen thrown in there just for good measure. But I thought, okay, it's probably going to be a bunch of seventeen to nineteen year olds who are going to play here until it's time for the college season. And then they're going to be off. Um, but we got some pretty good 
news that Nas was, I mean, that was the first signing, right, of, of the new NCFC USL 1 era of Nas coming back. Nas coming back, yeah. Yeah, um, so that's awesome. Um, I think if, if you want somebody that's going to be able to instill in the younger players uh, and actually something to aspire to, like, hey, I was one of you once. You can be like me. You can make this a career. You can make this your your life here. Um, gosh, you know, we... Pekka we came back. <clears throat> yeah, Pekka came back. That's a, I mean, honestly, you could say that that's Nelson just... Nelson came back. A big deal. Christo? Yeah, Nelson. Robbie Nelson? Christo came back. Yeah, Robbie Christo came back. Uh, so far, no, none of our none of our keepers have come back yet, except for some academy kids. Well, which according is, to NCFC's webpage, like they haven't updated this page at all. <laughs> Stephen yeah. Miller is listed, and yeah, no, Haji no. Berry is listed, yeah, and no. photo coming soon. Marius Lomas, is which is hilarious because he spent oh, like three my. years here. And they still did not have a photo. <laughs> they still didn't put him photo. Uh, like, can I just? Uh, no, it's fine. I, 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 you know, with with everything going on uh, and everybody having to work from home and remote, it's it's it's, it's just tough. it's funny. Like I'm yeah, not it's, gonna, it's hilarious. Yeah, like as someone whose whole gimmick is complaining about everything, I think that's just hilarious. <laughs> Look at the, but, nobody cares about but the, Tim, Tim the Backus. Tim Backus for uh, when we always thought he was going to go move back to Greece and play in the the Greek uh, top league. He he moved to New Mexico United, I think, um, which is a great move for him. Um, yeah, I think Pita renounced his retirement, um, or, or is, is taking us a year off. So yeah, we're, we're kind of light in the defense era, uh, area. Oh, but, um, Malik, uh, Malik, uh, came back. Um, so it's good to see him. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to actually see him play a full season and not have to like be deputy to DJ essentially, or any of the back line. Um, yeah, but a lot of, a lot of our guys left as well. Um, but we did sign 15, uh, Academy players to pro contracts. And it's that weird, see, this is why I could, I could have a whole separate podcast on why, you know, the NCAA is, is trash, but, um, the idea that they can sign a quote unquote pro contract, they can play as a pro, but still be eligible to play for college is hilarious to me because they're not getting paid. Um, yeah, I guess you're only a pro if you get paid. All right. Um, Supreme Court's going to have something to say about this. I was just going to say, I don't know if you have been following that case, but apparently the Supreme Court, uh, walked into, um, walked in there and basically started playing as a 16 seed against uh, a really, really good uh, Duke or Kansas team. Yeah. It, it, the, the early reports were not pretty and there were several justices who were basically trashing the NCAA's case. Yep. Right. Yeah. Justices too. Yeah. Yeah. Neil Gorsuch. Who always trash management. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they always side on the, you know, they tend to side on the air on the side of big business. Uh, and there's pretty much no bigger. And you got like FIFA NCAA. They're kind of pretty much the same. Um, Cause when they you're, consider when you're both, on the other side of Brett Kavanaugh, you're on the wrong side of an argument. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. 
Well, like, and, so and these kids might actually be able to to pick up like actual meaningful minutes. They might actually be able to, you know, hack away at it. Like if anything, like this just bodes well for the future. And I understand, like you know, looking ahead is killed because, as you said, like any year in U.S. soccer, your team can disappear. But like for fit, like for fifteen signings, and I mean, like the, the club kind of made a pretty big deal about it. Like they tweeted more than once a day about this specific instance um yeah. like i mean the coach is all decked out in his his, his rain suit and his like his uh, a barbecue face like i'm not really sure how to read if he's excited about this but um like i mean the kids all look look like decent prospects so yeah yeah i mean they've and a lot of them have had some sort of international youth like youth u.s national team experience or 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 therein um i i I'm yeah, like you said, Simon. I'm hopeful uh, because you know there there were some really great uh, uh, bright spots when some of the younger guys got a chance um, for us. And I talked about this in our our Dead Whale Slack about like if y'all remember like uh, Adam Armour and Nick uh, Tatigay and how they moved on to bigger and better things because they never got a shot to play for NCFC. So they were like, well, uh, this other European club is asking me to play for them. So I'm going to go there. Whereas now we're in league one. You say like, Hey, you don't have to go to Europe just to play soccer. You can stay here with your family where you've grown up for your entire life or most of your life, where you know, everybody here, it's comfortable. It's familiar. You get meaningful minutes. You're more likely to be scouted by, uh, you know, college recruits, you know, who, who might want you to play for their college team. Um, this certainly would be easier than having them having to look at your YouTube highlights from your, uh, you know, shitty little academy game in Bundesliga, in Bundesliga 3, you know, whatever. Um, so I kind of feel bad for them because it's like now's the opportunity for them to shine and they're not able to come back. Um but I, I am hoping that this is an era where the guys that are on the fence about like possibly moving or if they hire an agent and the agent says, oh, you know, uh, this team in Sweden wants to want you to sign for them. It's like, well, OK, you know, I could get minutes here. I could get legitimate minutes here. The coach, Coach Bradford said I could play here or I might take my chance playing in an unfamiliar country. Hate it and not play. Uh, and then my growth as a pro is stunted. And then I come back with the tail between my legs and I'd start from square one again. That depends entirely on how much you want to stay in North Carolina, of course, but, right. I, but at the same time, it's like, this is, this is, you know, we finally get to provide an opportunity for a lot of Academy players mm -hmm. that we just haven't been able to give them before. And they're going to get to play with pros. You know, they're yeah. going to get to play with Nas. They're going to get to play with Pekka. They're going to get to play with Robbie Cristo. They're going to get to play with guys who have been around for a little while and know the ropes and can get people going in the right direction. I mean, I don't know if we're going to have a situation where, uh, you know, a defender is literally going to have to drag someone by the arm back to where the position they were going to play. But <laughs> well, we've seen that. Hopefully we won't have that again. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You know what? Uh, I wasn't going to rag on him. I really wasn't, but here we go. 
they, they maybe does like, I mean, we have seen some pretty shitty defending. Oh, I'm sorry, spotty. We'll, we'll call it spotty. Oh, is that the word we're going to use? Leaky. 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 Yeah. There we go. Most diplomatic <laughs> thing Simon could say. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I've heard more people on the stands going, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of um, and then but, you have to kind of, you kind of have to think, like, with it being, like, day three of preseason, like, these kids are probably going to pull like, a lot of weight in these probably, like, four-quarter friendlies or three 40-minute yeah. friendlies. You'd think. Especially, yeah. like, Richmond and Charleston, like, the first Charleston game. Like, you know, they're probably going to, you know, put the kids out, put the first team out there, get them warm, get them used to running back and forth. And then go, all right, cool, let's go. And then it's going to be a who can actually hang at the professional level. Um, Kind of like when West Ham came here and they just played the academy kids in the second half. Pretty much, yeah. And so did we. But that's (laughs) – Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, and then you have the the only NC Derby really – of the year, uh, the Charlotte Independence closed door friendly on the 23rd. So you kind of have to think that, you know, they're probably going to like bet in some kids there. Um, and then by the 30th, the last friendly with Charleston, hopefully everyone, like they'll have an idea of what the squad is, but like, you know, for a closed door friendly, I, I don't expect any news to come out of any of these short of if they win, they'll say they won. And if anyone gets hurt, they'll say who. And oh, yeah. Well, yeah. and that's the thing with every NCFC fan has to remember. Friendlies, closed door friendlies that are three periods long mean absolutely nothing. So if we lose 8-0 in all these games, I don't really care because it's not about the result. It's about the fitness. Um, if if we lose 8-0 and are sloppy and not fit, I'm worried more about that than I am about the score. Um, it's it's more like it's more like the way you play rather than whatever the result is, because um, uh, like I've if you th- tried three different lineups and tried like right, uh, four different formations in the span of ninety minutes just to figure out what you like, I'm okay with that. But yeah, that's what it's for. If you put yeah, your full squad out there for ninety minutes and you got rocked six nil. I might have some questions. Yeah, that, but, well, but that like very gonna, rarely happens, right? Like, right. Well, these are closed door friendlies at an open to the public park. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm sure there were accidentally, Hannah, <laughs> some people who decided <laughs> to go to the DC United friendly, and I'm sure somebody um, will go to this, you know, go to these friendlies. You know, if, you know, they're just jogging and they happen to take an extended water break. And we'll probably get live tweets from um, like Seth or Ethan or somebody. And then some <laughs> if we don't like, get them from Neil Morris. And then some idiot like me is going to read too much into this crap and go, yeah. either we're going to be undefeated or, um, you know, everyone should be fired. But, you know, let's take it in stride. The 2008 Lions, the team that went defeated, won all four <laughs> of their preseason games. So I, I will use that. I use this every year. The the year that um because I'm I'm a I'm a a casual recovering Tottenham Hotspur supporter, Oof. so the year that the Tottenham went like undefeated and scored like eight goals a game in the preseason, that was the year they started two points from eight games and had to sack their coach. And this is the year previous they had won the League Cup. So like, don't read anything into preseason matches because they mean absolutely 
nothing. Because a lot of times, again, it's just for fitness. It's to try new things out, like Ebony said. Uh, we are also starting. John Bradford is familiar with the, with the squad, but it's still a new voice that's that's calling the shots. Uh, obviously, new players, a new league. <laughs> you know, uh, the list goes on and on. Um, I think that's pretty good to stop there, considering that we haven't potted in like six months and we're kind of all over the place. But there's not much to talk <laughs> about. Um, but we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the courage, which had some really interesting stuff happen since the last time that we were all together. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. Uh, let's talk some courage now because uh, a lot's happened since last time we talked for the courage too. Um, in, in more ways than one, some big, big, big stuff. Right out of the way, if you've been living on the rock. Let, let, let's just get this out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> let's just get this out of the way right now. Mm. We love Crystal Dunn here. We do. Mm. We love her for on, on multiple teams. And you made a shirt about her. <laughs> yes, exactly. She is a forward who scores goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I which remember. we had to me- which I had to mention again on Twitter just this week. And I understand completely. She wanted to be with her husband. Who doesn't want to be with their spouse? You know, you marry someone, you want to be with them. That's the thing. But damn, it had to be Portland. Yeah. Really? Look, it had to be the It could thorns. have been literally she any other catch club. Me outside. She said, yeah. catch me outside, and I'm just not happy with it. I, no. I would have been like, your, your husband can't move to North Carolina? Come on. <laughs> your husband well, can't move to Manchester like everybody else did? Right. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Worth, I mean, Crystal. a lot of, the, a lot of the, the casual UNC fans who show up to Portland Thorn games in Portland Thorn shirts will – Cheer her just as loud as we did. So. Yeah, is true. I'm sure they will. UNC fans are everywhere, but I'm just like, yeah, Crystal, couldn't you just play in Europe? Just, like, just, just pull a Sam Kerr and be like, peace. I'm out. I've done. Well, I've she's done this. She's done the she's Europe already, thing. Yeah, she's already played at Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> but like, go. Oh, back. Can you imagine her and Sam <laughs> Kerr together? Oof. Yeah, oh god yeah that's the thing is that maybe maybe the clubs in europe are just like we don't have room for you uh <laughs> that's a lie that's a lie we're no, down a forward yeah. well manchester like okay. united used her. yes manchester united could have used her uh, and probably a lot of other clubs but they would have had to pay well above uh, the average to get her meanwhile uh, meanwhile we also lost two players to manchester city Ugh, uh yeah. sam Mewis is as is now at manchester city although and, we still have her rights um yeah. same with uh abby Dahlkemper. Do we have her um, rights too? I believe so. I believe yes. we kept. I believe we kept both of them. Um, of course, they also have. Uh, they also took Rose Lavelle from the Washington Spirit. Like that's although insane. she's not playing that much, is she? As she started getting any playing time, I don't. I don't what? pay enough well, attention. She started. To the, Rose Lavelle. To she the, started today. Yeah. yeah last time okay. I saw, she she was doing okay. Um, no, 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 no. She doesn't play in the WSL. She comes off the bench and maybe plays fifteen minutes. Um, <laughs> so she started today, which is crazy because she's Rose fucking Lavelle. I mean, right. why, how are how are you going but, to leave her on the bench? But that that I guess that it kind of explains this the the strength of City is that there's not a place for her in that squad right now. Um, That's not yeah. true. Have you seen their midfield? They could use a Rose Lavelle. You know more than I do, but I just know that they're stacked. <laughs> they are like, stacked, ridiculously but, stacked. But any team can can benefit from a Rose Lavelle. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. You just have to utilize her in the right way. Like obviously, the U.S utilizes her in the absolute best way possible um and good for her i mean 
she she definitely went up <laughs> in the world <laughs> yeah she because where she was at the spirit she was with the spirit mm. uh i know manchester isn't exactly uh roses and sunshine all year but i'll take manchester over uh, a, a sub suburb in baltimore or, or in maryland somewhere yeah I'll, I'll i'll gladly take that um Let's get back to the courage roster, yes, though. Yes. Um, we uh, Steph Steph LeBay retired, um, oh, yeah. or has, or has otherwise moved on. Um, so, mm-hmm. as part of the Crystal Dunn trade, we got Casey Murphy, which I think was actually a pretty good pickup. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's there is no one that is worth Crystal Dunn. There's no one player that is worth Crystal Dunn, but Casey Murphy is a very good goalkeeper, and Thanks. she's getting call ups from the national team. So. I think getting her, you know, in the starting lineup is going to help tremendously. Uh, and and I think she's kind of comes in as the de facto starter, right? Um, the yes. De facto number one. I feel bad for Caitlin Rowland now because she just can't seem. She's like, what do I have to do <laughs> to be the number one keeper? Be consistent. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Surprised. I mean, that's the unfortunate thing about Kate Rowland is that she. She had that fantastic 2018 season, but ever mm-hmm. since then, uh, she's just she's had some howlers. Yeah, I mean, you know, even Sam Murphy got to you know got a start ahead of her at one yeah. point, and so that's, that's I kind of feel like that's the writing on the wall. But in the NWSL, having three keepers is not unheard of, and it's almost kind no. of par for the course. So I get it, uh, especially with the, she, the expanded roster. Where is she going? Where she's walking in as a oh, Roland? Nowhere. Yeah, that's the thing. It's Louisville, like, maybe. Like, maybe Louisville. maybe Louisville, but maybe Orlando because Chris uh Harris is kind of like on her last little bit. Yeah. She's, she's they, not she's not starting ahead of Ashlyn Harris. No, 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 no. But um they've got um Aaron McLeod now, um, who's also injured. Like, I don't understand that pickup. Um, so there's space there, um, but everywhere else is pretty locked up. Like yeah. the goalkeeping in this league is pretty, pretty good. And there are only so many teams to, yeah. to, to play for. Unless she, unless she's making that bid for Sacramento or Angel City. Um, yeah, she's maybe. probably stuck as a number two. Didn't she play at UCLA? Or am I just thinking that wrong? Who, Roland? Know. Yeah. Uh, good question. Hmm. I, I just she did play like, at UCLA. She's from California. She oh, she's from she California. She is from Cali, so mm. she yeah. may... Don't be surprised. Mm. I, I would imagine she would ask to be unprotected yeah. in the next expansion draft. I, I'm okay with, with Murphy being a... Or Casey, or Sam Murphy. I have to now have to say... Casey Murphy is our number one. Casey yeah. Murphy is number one. Uh, and honestly, flip a coin for the second. You know, it really... It, honestly, it'll be great for both of them to be able to have somebody to push them to be the number two um, or number one in some cases because Paul Riley loves to go uh, fuck it you're in goal today and we're all just like what 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 yeah, oh, remember when he put Jess McDonald on the back line yeah yeah exactly so you know but I think Paul we're Riley still we trying trust. to forget that one. <laughs> oh my bad and, and Paul Riley we trust what game what game are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um, all right speaking of speaking of the back line um, Dal Camper gone, and Jalen Daniels uh, has moved on. 
So uh, replacements there, uh, you're looking at uh, Diane Caldwell, international from Ireland. Looks like a solid uh, it's, it's Another international from Ireland, so yeah. solid player there. Uh, of course, Abby Urseg still starting uh, at center back. Uh, Kaylee Kurtz, I know, started the um, the game against the preseason game against UNC, so she'll probably continue to get some looks. Merritt Mathias is back. She looks healthy. Um, she yeah, looks I'm about healthy. To ask, like what? Like what percent would you put her knee at? Like is she? Like is she good to go? Or I think she's been, good to go. It's been almost um, two years. Yeah. She's gonna be on load management or. No, I, I, really I think want... she wants to jump in. Well, the club yeah. has been very cautious with her because the knee is no joke. Um, mm-hmm. And she does like to, to get stuck into tackles, too. And she runs yes. like the yes, wind. She so does. It's, it's, a, it's a delicate thing where you, you want to be able to let the player do their thing. But you also kind of be like, oh, don't hurt yourself again, please. And you also have to consider... If something happens to Merritt Mathias, we've got Taylor Smith now. Yeah, Taylor yeah. Smith, Taylor Smith is back. Electric Boogaloo. Unreal. Yes, indeed. That's unreal. Honestly, between Hatch and Taylor Smith leaving for the, the trade that we had to make for Crystal Dunn, I was a little more upset at Taylor Smith leaving only because we were pretty solid on, on offense and we were getting uh, a striker for, you know, a forward for a forward. Um, but Taylor Smith leaving kind of hurt. So I'm glad to see that she's coming back. She's. Uh, recovered from her injury uh, from like a, about a year ago, so she's she's fit and ready to go. Carson what interests Pickett me was a good one. Carson, yeah, way. Carson Pickett was a good good pick pickup. I was kind of surprise. We actually have a good amount of uh, fullbacks now when you look at it, because you know you've got Matthias, mm-hmm. you've got Carson Pickett now, you've got Taylor Smith, plus you've got uh, Lindsey Agnew who can play mm-hmm. fullback. You've got um, Haley Harbison, who can play fullback, although she hasn't really seen a whole lot of playing time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Skylar Debris from Duke, is she more fullback or center back? Fullback, I think. Fullback. She's more fullback. Okay. okay. So you, we have options in that position. And I, th- I have a feeling we'll, we'll probably see a lot of those options rotate in and out throughout, uh, throughout yeah. the year, just until we figure out, you know, who, what our best back line is the the one thing i'll say is sorry simon is that uh looking at the back line abby erzig is like solid kaylee kurtz is a solid player but ryan williams hasn't really had any injury problems and diane cobble i'm not sure of but harbison matthias uh smith the three of them all having past injury issues i'm a little worried long term of like Obviously, there will be some rotation, but uh, it, it, every time they go in for a 50-50, I'm, I'm holding my breath. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like with with Ersig, I know she's going to win that 50-50. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and Kurtz, too. Uh, I'm not worried. And actually, even Ryan Williams, uh, to an extent. Like, But the other three, I'm, I'm a little scared for them sometimes, but. Yeah, well, the, the back line and the goalkeeping, you know, I'm not too worried about. And the forwards, I'm not too worried about. I'm worried about the six-foot hole in midfield. <laughs> yeah. Um, Haley Mace is up there. She's not six feet, but she's, like, up there. She's close. She's we're almost there. The figure well, but Haley Mace I mean, isn't, isn't going, Haley Mace isn't going to replace Sam Mewis though. Sam no. Mewis was was played more in the six role. Uh, she you know she and Denise O'Sullivan were holding mids, and yeah. you know Denise still back there you know being our attack dog and trying to win as many balls as possible. But 
right now it's looking like, um, you know, Carrie Ricaro is probably going to start the season uh, lined up beside her. What interests me is um, this last from Wales, uh, Anarid James, uh, who her nickname is Has, who she's currently at Reading, but she will apparently join the North Carolina Courage after the Women's Super League season is over. So I don't know a whole lot about her, except that she is um, kind of a holding midfielder in the same mold yeah. as Denise O'Sullivan. So it'd be interesting to see when she arrives, what she brings, and you know whether or not she actually you know gets you know time ahead of Carrie Ricaro. I mean, when Carrie you know. is not a terrible. She, she's she's not a terrible player. You know, no. Carrie can hold her own in this league. And she can probably hold her own against the teams we play, you know, starting in the uh, uh, in the Challenge Cup. But she's going; she is going to be pushed. Yeah, I'm. I'm all for when that. James gets here. Um, whenever we, but you know, uh, sign a player that's unfamiliar to to us or, or hasn't really played in the NWSL, I always look at the mentions in in the team that they're uh, coming from. And it looked like um, has, we'll just call her has because the, the Welsh name is yikes. Um, yeah. Is uh, the consensus was they're really sad to see her go. And like, and I get it. Like you're always sad to see any of your players go, but this one felt um, a little more, I think it cut a little deeper for some of the Reading fans. Cause it sounded like she was kind of their, uh, what do you want to call it? Not a, not a, um, uh, like the workhorse in the midfield, like kind of a dynamo, but not so much of the forward thinking uh, mentality uh, midfielder. So it sounds like she's just kind of like almost uh, like McCall's or Boney kind of type player where like surprisingly uh, like a bit of a bulldog in the midfield. Um, we like Zerboni type players here. Yes, we do. So, <laughs> um, I think that'll help make up for the, as Simon put uh the the six foot gap in in midfield um it'll just it'll be by committee and, and i think we're going to see that in the back line too um but if we're starting but if we're talking about the attacking midfield obviously you've got Dabinia, uh you know which you know you can't ask for anything better than that yeah uh, <laughs> uh, but then still somehow but then, underrated still somehow underrated i don't it, get it i don't How? get it either shrug.gif yeah that, uh, and then <laughs> But then you've got Haley Mace. I think she's going to fill in that slot that Crystal Dunn uh, played uh, in that sort of right attacking midfield position. And I'm going to be very interested to see how she does in you know over a full season because she showed some real promise during the Challenge Cup last year. I really liked what I saw from her from the Challenge Cup. Like she just slotted right in from the get go. Yeah, really impressed with her. You're right. I she she does remind me a lot of Crystal Dunn. Um. So I'm, I'm hoping that she can stay injury free and just, you know, give it to her on the wing and just watch her fly. Um, Cause I, I, I expect, I expect her to take a, a step up this season. Ricaro too. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that too. Kind of hoping that Ricaro takes that like next step. It's like time for her. Ricaro, Ricaro will have to step up. Right. I think because she'll lose her spot. You know, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And Meredith Speck is still on the roster as well. So mm-hmm. she, we can expect her to fill in in certain situations. Havana Solan, uh, the Jamaican international. 
uh, she'll probably play a role in the attacking midfield as well. So we could see her. Uh, and then you've got our forwards, of course, Lynn Williams, Jessica McDonald, yep, Kristen yep. Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I mean, those three alone. Know, pick pick any two. All three of them could score double digits this season. I mean, they, they all have the potential to, to do it. I am excited about Elizabeth because she was really good um, when she had Elizabeth Addo. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Forgot about the other one. Uh, Elizabeth Addo. Uh, when she was with uh, Rain, whatever you want to call them today, yeah. Olympic Leon. Oh, Rain. Oh, Rain. Oh, Rain. Oh, Rain. Um, she had her moments of like brilliance and like spark. Um, so I'm hoping that if she can continue to grow under like Jess and Lynn, um, it's weird to say that Lynn is like a veteran, but she is. Um, yeah. If she can continue to grow under those players and even Kristen Hamilton, like Ham- Hammy can mix it up with the best of them, go mm-hmm. from a three, mm-hmm. from a hat trick to a four game goal, a four goal game and things like that. So, I feel like she's gonna thrive There's once another... we start getting some games. And Riley too. Like yeah. she's young, but she's gonna learn a lot. And that's kind of like that mentality that they have put together over there. You're gonna learn and you're gonna thrive while you're here because we're gonna put you around some of the best players in the world. Riley played well during the fall season, and yeah. that is why she still has this job. I mean, she is she played very well, and she might very well be fighting for some playing time as well. I mean, she's going to have to fight for it because, you know, good luck starting ahead of Lynn Williams and Jessica McDonald and <laughs> Kristen Hamilton, and yeah. who knows? Haley, May- Haley Mace might move up in case someone else plays that attacking mid-roll. What? Uh, the the benefit and slash the, the great slash worst thing about us having so many capable forwards is that you expect Lynn to be called up, maybe Jess McDonald. Uh, Ada will probably get called up for her national team. Uh, Kristen Hamilton might even get a sneaky call up if she does really well. Um, so there's always going to be, and of course, for some reason, the NWSL continues to play during those call ups, and we have to make do. Um, so. I'm okay with 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 such deep talent because we're going to be utilizing it throughout the season. Yeah, we won't we won't have Lynn Williams and Casey Murphy for at least the first Challenge Cup match, maybe the first two. Yeah, that's oh god, I uh, I hate that. This happens year after year. We're just like, oh, your best player, sorry, you can't have him. Uh, Opening season, the great way to start off a great NWSL campaign, which year after year needs to you know improve the visibility of the sport. And you're doing it without your best players at the opening day. I don't get it, but I mean, like U.S. Okay. U.S. soccer, the, the national team is is obviously <laughs> four stars on that on that shirt. So I mean, I get it. <laughs> you get called up by that team. It's they, they they're still they're still head honcho. I get it. You know, like for for good reason. I really want to say you can't say no, but we had someone here who did once. <laughs> so. <laughs> 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 but let's not talk about that. Oh um, shit! Let's take a look at this schedule, because um, oh, the, the, the way that yeah the the Challenge Cup is set up uh, basically in two divisions. You've got Eastern East and Coast, Western division. East Coast, Best East, Coast. Yeah, and so you've got so we're going to be playing uh, home to Washington mm-hmm. on uh, April tenth, yep. uh, away to Sky Blue on April twentieth. That's a Tuesday, uh, by the way. <laughs> 
for some <laughs> damn reason. I just need that. No. Sorry, really they keep going. We're playing on Tuesday. Well, and, and then we've got a Monday, a Monday <laughs> night in uh, Louisville. That's exciting. A Monday, Monday night, night in football, Louisville. baby. Yeah, there you go. Well, hey, there is that. And then um, Saturday, May 1st at home against uh, the Orlando Pride. I'm so, not over the Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, I think I'm they still the opposite they, side. I'm actually kind of excited for it because it's something yeah. at the beginning something of the to week do during that I can the week. actually look forward to. Because what do I, what do, you, what, what do y'all do? Like, uh, so I work from home and occasionally, like, you'll take a break and you're like, I wonder if there's any soccer on TV right now. And inevitably there will be. So it's nice to know that, like, as soon as I'm done with work, I can put it on the TV because they're on Paramount Plus now, right? Correct. WSL. They're on the mount. They're on the mount. <laughs> um, so yeah, we say the Premier nice League to... is on the cock. The Champions League is on the mount, and the NWSL is on the mount. All all, all European team uh, competitions: Champions League, Europa League, and Women's yeah. Champions League. Right? Uh not this not this season for some reason. Oh, next next season, right? So I think I think they get it back next season, but yeah. for whatever reason, the Champions League matches this season were kind of s- scattered everywhere. That's why, yeah, I saw someone tweet about it, and I was like, wait, what's going on right now? What the hell? Um, yeah. Um, interesting that we, I, I guess, no, we'll get, we'll get to see Louisville, uh, racing Louisville, um, play there. Get to their... see get to see what Addison Merrick and uh, Lauren Millay would have uh, would have become. Mm, really sad. Wow, they'd stay with us. wow. Really sad to see Merrick go. But um, Merrick played extremely well. I'm not surprised yeah. at all. She was the first pick taken in that expansion draft. She played extremely well during the yeah. Challenge Cup. Um, uh, they got a they got a good one. I'm really pissed that that, that she. There's a lot of people here pissed up. that Malay has gone as well. Oh yes. yeah, she's a very good midfielder. Very yeah. good. I she, was very she, sad. She was able to because wasn't she a um was she just a a um. A non-drafty invite? No, she was a second-round pick. Oh, was she a second-round? She was. Yeah, uh, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting my players mixed up, but um, yeah, she, she was such a, a great like. She just was so reliable, and she just would not stop running. Um, so Louisville have two really solid courage, former courage players now, uh, and a really solid roster. Lots overall. of teams have solid former courage players. Mm, when you think true, about it, true, true. Wow, let's just make us sad on this evening. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but, but I mean, but we still have. I think we still have, arguably, the best squad in this, you know, in in this Eastern Division for the Challenge Cup. I mean, I'm looking Eastern. at this roster right now. I mean, Washington is still, you know, pretty good young team, although they now have, you know, a walking red card on defense. Uh, Sonnet or O'Hara? Uh, Sonnet. Oh, I mean, O'Hara might, might, you know, she might get a yellow, but then again, no one gets a yellow in this league. Um, and then <laughs> sky blue is going to be a good squad. Uh, I mean, obviously they still have Carly Lloyd <laughs> whom we, whom we will not heckle for one more ever year again. Right? Isn't she about to retire? I believe so. Yeah. And, but they, you know, they've got McCall's or Boney to pep, pep everyone up in the locker room, but they've also okay, got so a lot walking of red card versus walking red card. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's the game I watch. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, it's like NASCAR. You're just waiting for something to happen. It's <laughs> like, yeah, come on, <laughs> fight. And then you look at Louisville, and you don't really know, to be honest. I mm. mean, they've got some good players, but 
you have no idea, you know, what kind of expand. Generally, expansion teams don't do just don't do that well. But then again, you also had the Las Vegas Knights. Right. You know, so that that happened. So I think it, this might be a little different because uh, in NWSL, you have fewer teams. And so you have to spread the wealth more evenly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of these players are known quantities. It's really just a matter of how quickly they can gel. Um, and that's just down to the coach and, and the management uh, of the players. So uh, they could surprise. Which, which they have none of in Orlando. Right. <laughs> when you think about it, they've got good players, but... When was the last time you saw Orlando like really, Compete. really just outperform people? It's been a while. It was at one time at band camp, I think. <laughs> it's Ooh. been a hot minute. There was um, that. There was that last second draw that they still throw against us on Twitter every now and then. They were like, "Hang a banner, hang a, a last second Bruce draw." <laughs> yeah, you know, if you're clinging to a last minute draw as hang as the banner. banter, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the banner how many stars do they have on their jersey well if you've seen their new jersey they have quite a few quite a few um any that matter oh oh before before we we leave we haven't talked about our new owner uh of the curve oh that's right naomi osaka yeah who just won the australian open or not too long ago um which that was the first uh i'll be honest with y'all I haven't watched that much tennis. Uh, I did watch a few of her games, and I have never been more supportive of a player in my entire life. Yeah, in tennis. that was yeah. a game. Yeah. That, that uh, Naomi Serena. versus Serena game was life. Wow. It started a little started a little wonky, but boy, she turned it on, man. I, I she went down two sets and then won a straight like eight. I was like, what the fuck is happening? It's kind of scary. Like, yeah, I think she, she could be the new Serena. A lot. I think a lot of the comparisons are pretty, pretty solid. Um, but yeah, so we have, we have a new owner. Um, and, and I, I have it on here on, on the, the, the rundown, a new sponsors. Do we have new sponsors? Nationwide and Ally. Oh, oh, for the league. Okay, I thought like you were league about sponsors. Courage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no, no, no. I mean, they were underwhelming, but they're changing the game. I'm still trying to figure out where and how. But you know, uh, when you look at NWSL's new sponsors versus USL's new sponsors, if they have any, um, clearly one is getting the better end of the deal, right? Like USL is lucky to get like some no name like tech firm you know that does some very bespoke specific thing whereas nationwide that is a brand that is a household name ally well that's the front jersey sponsor of charlotte fc so eh. but i'm glad that they're at least putting their name to the league i'm not sure they're investing but at least that they're putting their name to their league is is a good is a good thing because honestly players have won world cups in this league yeah. You want to put your name to champions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh no, I'm saying like if there's if there's any league to put your name to, it's going it has to be the NWSL, right? USL, sorry. <laughs> you can you can have mom and pop companies that you've never heard of be uh, or what do they call it? Preferred supplier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good old My favorite preferred. is corporate corporate champions. I corporate think that's what the champions. I think that's what the NCAA uses. But just call them boosters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it, they're, they're like one step away from selling Snickers bars in the hallway. You know, um, 
whereas whereas the NWSL has like legitimately good uh, name brand sponsors, and long may it continue. Now they have Secret, uh, Google, Budweiser. Um, oh God! Uh, so and then nationwide and, and Ally. I mean, keep it going. And whoever's, whoever's whoever's and CBS. And Verizon, CBS slash Paramount, Twitch, Twitch, yeah, Verizon. Um, they're doing pretty good so by already the longest sur- surviving women's league in the u.s and yeah they they seem good for the future almost to the point where they could break off from u.s soccer and totally be their own thing and be self self-reliant and self-sufficient um it's it's looking like it could happen which is great um yeah i think we're, we're about running out of time um but thank you all very much for being here courage and- going undefeated by the way Ebony's calling it now. Wow. Calling it now. That is a They're going to win five in a row. Hard line to, to stand on. <laughs> Not going to go that far. Five I've, in a row. I'll say, I'll say Never we make lost. it out of our group. How about that? I'll make, we make it out of our group. How about that? Well, as far, as far, from what I understand, the, the, the Challenge Cup is set up so that only the Eastern and Western winners advance to the final. Yep. Well, so, then, all right. Then never I, lost. That's, that's never lost. The Charlotte Hornets. Uh, the gateway I, to Gastonia. <laughs> I, so then I guess I'll, I'll walk back slightly the, that we'll get out of our group because that's a bit different. Um, no, I think we could, this is it. a winnable group. Fuck this it. is yeah. a very yeah. winnable group yeah. for us. We'll, we'll I think we, if we, we play the way that we're capable of playing, uh, you know, if we play the way we played in the group stage last during last year's Challenge Cup, I think we'll have no no problem just, getting out of this just, group. Just don't lose in the first round of the playoffs of the Challenge Cup. Well, if you lose in the first round of the playoffs, there's no playoff games for anyone after that. So right, it doesn't true. really matter. I prefer that, though. I prefer that. Just go ahead and just stop. Stop dicking around. Just go ahead and get to the to the final. Get know? to the final. Yeah. Because um, then you'll know at least the top two teams are playing to, in the final. There's no question. All right. Awesome. Ebony. Who brings us here today? Uh, we're brought to you by Tasty Beverage Company right here in downtown Raleigh. Shout out to Johnny. He's still providing us with the good beers. Uh, it's really nice website that is uh, ready and willing for you to come by and do curbside pickup. So that's tastybeverageco.com and the London Bridge Pub who is now open. They're doing it safely. Uh, they're here for all your soccer needs. So stop by there uh, if you are able. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, we're still on Spotify, Apple. I don't think exists anymore. The iTunes. Fuck yeah. Apple. Uh, fuck Apple. Uh, so yeah, follow us on Spotify. Um, real quick before we go, it's uh, as of recording this on March thirty first. It's Trans Day of Visibility. Uh, so uh, to all of our uh, to all trans supporters out there, um, and any in our group, and those who enjoy the beautiful game, uh, we see you. We support you. Um, we are here and we see you and you are here. Um, so yay for, for that. Uh, yay for the club for, for NC courage to acknowledge it too. um, step in the right direction. Y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, thank you all very much for listening. We'll see you sometime soon. Maybe next week. Who knows? Who knows? We might make, we're back, baby. We're (laughs) back, baby. (laughs) Dead whales for life. (laughs) See y'all next time. Later. Peace.